My son, eh? Oh man, lest my ears deceive me. They ain't deceiving. It ain't no deception. That sound like Big Ren the Legendary. No deception. 100%. It's me, baby. Oh, uh, lo and behold, be low and hold it. <laughs> son. What's <laughs> up, dog? Oh, man. I'm in good spirits, man. How you feeling, player? Man, I'm feeling a whole lot better since I got off work. Yeah. It's been a long day. It's still holding you, still holding you down. Man, no, it's not even really them. It's just other co-workers. Yeah, it's man. trash, dude. Trash as fuck. <laughs> like, just, just people not showing up and shit. Yeah, you know? yeah man. Well, you don't got to like them. You just got to not. No, I don't. You got to not hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, just don't hurt them part. Well, I mean, it, mostly it's chicks, so that's. <laughs> uh, they don't respect your manhood in that motherfucker, man. Man, <laughs> I, I don't think so, man. They don't respect nothing. Uh, and and I, and I think part of the problem is too. There's no uh, repercussions for anything, you know. Uh-uh. Yeah, well, like this, one, like this one chick, like she's late every single day. Yeah. Like, she always comes in, like, with coffees and shit like that. Like, she just hit the, like, fucking gas station. It's like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, you should have been here. Coffee in squares. Like, yeah. Like, she just burnt down two cigarettes. Standing <laughs> outside. Hey. Like, come on. <laughs> I swear it's, like, I swear it's every single day. Y'all be doing any, uh, y'all got, like, any, um, Thanksgiving plans as a company? Oh, uh, no, we're closed. Uh, they are actually... Like their family is huge, you know my my bosses, and there there's like three or four different restaurants in like probably like a hundred mile radius of their family. Okay. And they go to they go to a different one every year and have it at the restaurant and shit. Well, they were gonna go to Christopher, Illinois, and have one there. Well, I guess. I guess the family member that owns that one, he was uh, changing a tire on a uh, trailer, and that motherfucker blew up in his face. The trailer blew up in his face? The tire. The tire blew up. How the tire? Bro, I don't know. Like, I've got God. one of their homies that that's I didn't mean to. Like, he's airing up a tire. <laughs> I know. Like, at first, it's like, God damn, what? <laughs> right. I've had this happen to one other homie, and he was changing, like he was changing a tire, filling up a tire, like on the side of the road, and the motherfucker blew up in his face. So it he, he he aired it up too much. I guess. I mean, like most of the time they got gauges on them shits now, but I don't know what yeah. he was using. But so now they're having the uh, their Thanksgiving at place I work. So, so I'm gonna go up there go and crash that. Go crash that <laughs> Please, please do. <laughs> they probably wouldn't even give a shit like the people that I like the family that I work with they're like oh Bruh, just walk on in there you got a you got a key oh yeah I got a key the first yeah, day knock it out yeah knock it out man so is dude like did dude have like an injury or he's just mentally scarred like it fucked his face up like, oh, I guess man. like broke some teeth out and shit damn yeah bro like fucked his face up like he had to get stitches and shit probably a little concussed damn it's real. 
See, oh, hey. manliness ain't worth it, man. Masculinity ain't worth it. Man. <laughs> I got, I got, uh, what the fuck is that? I got roadside service, dog. Fuck all that. <laughs> man, listen, I'd, I'd really just rather not know how to, <laughs> not know. Like, I've changed tires before, but never would I ever, like, consider the, the, the idea that this motherfucker could blow up in my face. Well, see, like, I wouldn't see what when I went to that wedding like a month ago, yeah. it was it was it got super cold that day, so my tire pressure got like my tire pressure light comes on my car. I'm like, right. fuck, I got like a three hour drive, right? And I had to go through like five or six different towns to actually find a working air pump because uh, of the freezing and, temps. Well, like no, it wasn't that. It was just they were all bum. They were all oh, janky okay. as fuck. Got you, got you, got you, got you. And, like, none of them had, like, a tire pressure gauge on it, so I went and bought one of those motherfuckers first. I wasn't about to get no tire blown up in my face. Well, that's right. And true, keep in mind, too, that, like, when you're driving, like, the heat, the friction will, will like, expand the air in your tire. Oh, yeah. Expand your tire as well, too, so. Yeah. I've always heard it's best to, like, fill up your car with gas when it's really cold out. Mm. Because the expansion or some shit in your tank. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I'm not a scientist. Right. But, and plus, like with the freezing, yeah, I think it makes it harder for gas to to gas. Like if you have a lower tank, lower fill tank. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know cars. Nah, I, I could change a tire, but clearly I'm gonna stop doing that. I feel like every like I feel like like our parents' generation, every single one of those motherfuckers knew cars, and there's only like a handful of people in our Bruh, generation listen, that know cars. <laughs> listen, my mom was the youngest of eight, right? All girls. She was under the hood, and you she, know. <laughs> she was, a, and she definitely knew cars better than me. She didn't. She ain't like no, no, no cars. But she definitely knew cars better than me. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I listen. My granddaddy was not playing. Yeah, dude, my, my dad was a semi mechanic for the longest. Oh, you know. Word. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like got mechanic of the year trophies and shit down in the basement. <laughs> yeah, my man got accolades. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My man got accolades for his fucking eighteen wheel expertise. Yeah, salute. But yeah, no, our generation doesn't know shit about cars. No, like, like, except for like a handful. We don't know shit about shit. We don't. We know shit about memes. <laughs> <laughs> that is it, bro. Like I keep seeing everywhere, man. More and more, I keep hearing about like social anxiety, right? And now everybody, everybody just has social anxiety. And now, listen, man. I grew up, man. I was a little shy. I was shy. That's what it was called back then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was just shy. That was like a clinical term. I'm saying, but you know what, too? Like, like I hate to sound like the old man in the club, but I mean, you stay your ass off that damn phone. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I got a phone. I got got my first cell phone at 18 when I was about to go off to college. Right? Yeah, I remember that. But I know that, like, cats, and especially nowadays, cats got phones at, like, eight, nine. Yeah, younger than that and shit. It's like, dude, yeah, I... I got a phone in high school, but I had a friend that had a phone before that in, like, middle yeah. school. It's like, bro, what the fuck? Let me see that. You got games on that thing? Like, you know. You know. Right. You, you got games? <laughs> snake. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Bro, I used to kill some snake. But it's like, yeah, I was shy. But you know how I got better at talking to people? 
talking face to face <laughs> by talking to people. <laughs> right. Yeah, motherfuckers don't do that now. Like, they cats got their friends, but like when you, I mean, shit, you get in a big circle of your friends. If it's five of y'all, six of y'all got your phones out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like the the personal interaction and learning how to do that shit ain't there. So now we just call it social anxiety. When nah, motherfuckers just ain't got no people skills. No, not at all. Dead ass. No, I, I always, yeah, I always call this shit the people business because it is. But like, yeah, cats just lost their social skills. We'll catch some hate for that one. I guarantee it. Because there's well, people like, no, they they're just there's they're just. They're, you know, yada yada yada. I can't put the words to it, but it's like no, they're just shy, like they're just afraid to talk to people. Like we're they not just gonna don't kill you. know how. Yeah, they just don't know I'm how to fucking talk to people. Like I like, get there's, there's there's like, there's, there's this, go ahead. There's this kid at work, and she's worked there for like three years now, and still like has like she won't work unless her mom's working. It's like come uh, on, are you yeah, kidding no, me? She's just like, scared. what is this? It's like we're not gonna kill you. I told you. I was like, I'm not gonna bite your head off. Just trying to get these orders in. Like, there's there is true actual social. You know what? I I just I just remember when words used to mean things. Yeah. And so, like, I've always been very. Um. Oh, you know me anyway. Just the way I like to talk. Like, I like to make sure that the words I'm using accurately fit what I'm talking about. So I've always been really leery and really hesitant to use the word depression, um, to, to talk, to say social, there's, there's social anxiety, like true social anxiety. And then there's like the buzzword, social anxiety and depression and all that shit. Like, so it, it takes away from the people who really truly have these things. Exactly. So words used to mean things, man. Nope, now it's all typing and texting and fiddling yeah, around man. with fingers and thumbs on your telephone. <laughs> <laughs> Our thumb joints ain't shit, man. Arthritis numbers through the roof. Man, you, you remember T9? Uh, yeah, yeah. Bro, I, I never knew how to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it like I don't even know that's a thing anymore. Uh, well, man, deadass, I don't know either. I don't know, because there might be, like, settings in your phones where you could do that, but I don't know how to do that. No, I might not do that shit anymore. You remember, like, 1-800-COLLECT? Think of it that way, like, 1-800-COLLECT, oh, right? Yeah. It's basically that, to where, like, the phone would guess what you're typing by the numbers you put in. So, like, ABC was on the number two, right? Yeah. And MNO was on six. So, like, two, six, um, five, five, three two eight like why do i know that shit i don't know i'm weird but <laughs> you, you would be able to type it in your phone and like your phone would like either get the word you're looking to spell or like show you another word that could spell that same combo for motherfuckers so who like word like games check. it's kind of yeah it's, it's like it's, spell check before spell check it's indirect spell check yeah so for like motherfuckers who love word games t9 is probably your shit <laughs> Clearly, it's my shit. <laughs> Sounds like some like some Sudoku shit because I could never figure hey, that shit out either. <laughs> yeah, Sudoku bust my ass, man. I was never good at that shit. But like, I, I like that kind of shit. That little brainy brain wordy shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, make your brain work. You got it, man. Listen, brain got a brain, man. Brain's brain gonna brain. Brain. I uh, <laughs> reason I asked so if you were doing uh, if it, if the company was doing anything for Thanksgiving. I had to. I had to run some errands today. Man, I found out we got a Trader Joe's in city I live in now, and 
I used so I used to in city I used to live in um, Trader Joe's was literally half a mile away. So I would go there, I'd get fruit, and I would buy these specific shrimp. Is these specific shrimp that I'll put in pastas and shit. And I found a way at Trader Joe's. I'm like, um, word, let's do it. This Trader Joe's, the one Trader Joe's in city I live in, is 19 minutes away from my home. I ain't never been to a Trader Joe's. <laughs> Man, listen. I make sure I wear my do-rag just so they know I got sides to me. Um <laughs> Or at least like I wore all black because I went to the I went to the gym and had like uh, my I wore all black at the gym, but I grabbed my black jacket to put on after. So I wasn't all black just so they knew. Murdered. Yeah, 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 don't play with my black headphones and my black dad hat, and I'm at the register just smiling and joking away, completely ruining the mystique. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I had to run and grab some stuff. We got the company potluck. On Thanksgiving? Nah, nah, nah. It's this weekend. Actually, by the time y'all hear this, there are people telling me that this is the spiciest pasta they ever had, but it was delicious. I might put like a little crushed red pepper and some cilantro, but you know how the workplace be. Cilantro ain't hot? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Tell my coworkers. Bro, okay. I can fucking, I can, I, I hear you on that because I had some fucking salsa this weekend on Sunday. Mom comes over. There ain't no cilantro in that, is there? <laughs> <laughs> and me and my dad both look at her like, and I didn't say a word, because I didn't do it. I was like, I ain't going to try. You ain't put no cilantro in there, did you? <laughs> and, and he goes, That's, it's not hot. And she goes, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be coughing here in a little bit. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> cilantro is barely zesty. Like, it's got a kick. It's but... got like a, uh, like a, Maybe a half a step above more flavor than fucking parsley. Yeah. But yeah, man. I don't know, dog. Oh, yeah. maybe maybe you're getting some different type of cilantro, or I don't Clearly. know. <laughs> Clearly, I am. Clearly, I am. But yeah, man, it'll be the first times so I've been here for like three months. Three, damn, damn near four months actually. Um. I haven't like cooked anything. I've been eating out a lot. No matter what it is, healthy, not healthy, I've been eating out a lot, a lot. Um, so this will be the first time I'm actually going to get down in this kitchen again in a few months, man. Um, I ain't got the same kitchen space I did in the city I used to live in, but we're going to blow these walls open, dog. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. I got to buy a fucking pot, too. Like Somehow I didn't. I somehow left my pot <laughs> wherever, wherever I was. Dang. So I got to buy a new pot. Oh, I'm sick. You should have seen my car, though, man. Like, every inch was packed up. I couldn't, I, there, was no, there was no way I was fitting anything else in there. So. Oh, that sucks. I must have had to make an executive decision. It is what it is, man. Yup. But, yeah, man, The uh, speaking of the company, so I, um, um, I never told the listeners why I moved as far as the company goes. Or if I did, then I did. I'm not going to tell you now. Go back and listen. But I've been um, so I've been taking part in like um, interviewing new DJs and and training new DJs. Right. And this actually ties into one of the questions we got. Shout out to Sam. Sam asked if uh, basically asked what the most interesting thing is that's happened, you know, in my line of work. 
Um, and we, I've, I've told stories on here, you know, um, I think I might have told a story of, um, my first, my first show with the company, like the groom got sick, like in the middle of the ceremony. <laughs> did I not tell that? <laughs> oh, I think you did. I don't know if I, I, but yeah, he got sick in the middle of the ceremony. And so I had to like improv for 10 minutes. Uh, my first show with the company. Uh, Damn. Yeah. That's how you learn, though. Yeah, I'm like, yo, it can't get no worse. It can't get no worse than this. Um, So there was that. I told you the story about the time the the, the bride's daughter told on me. Um, I didn't tell the story. It was was just funny. None of this is, like, particularly interesting. But, you know, there was one time there was a groom. He went to get the garter. He clearly worked on cars. So he, like, took a drill and, like, one of them little... little, uh, scooter slider things that that they uh, that they lay on underneath the hood, so it was just kind of cute, kind of funny. Um, so nothing necessarily interesting, but like what I've noticed in you know taking part in interviews and taking part in training, and it extends to to all forms of it. But like I don't think people really grasp the idea of entertainment. No, until they actually have to do it. Yeah, and like. The layers of it all, like, I'm seeing people come in, and I think they just, they want to do the gig because it's cool to say, I DJ, right? Yeah. Whereas. That's what everybody wanted to do for, like, I feel like back when we were in college, it was like, yeah, I'm a DJ, I'm a DJ, I'm a DJ. It's like. And so, so like, you're like, playing songs off like YouTube that you put together. Yeah, like this ain't the aux chord, homie. This is different than the yeah. aux chord. Like, even when you know I was just doing radio, but putting together plays for the show, I never said I was a DJ. I always said radio personality, right? Yeah. But this is kind of an extension of that, and even this kind of DJing is different than you know a club DJ or what have you. Um, but you, but yeah, like the the idea of entertainment. And let's, well, you know, I'll keep it specifically with DJing at first. The idea of, for like my line of work is, yeah, song placement, when in the night, what song comes next, how you build, how you make it flow. But also, I have to take over an entire room. There's mic work involved. There's event planning involved. So even if I'm not on the mic or I'm not doing the music part, I'm making sure that this whole part of the night goes a certain way. So there, there's those those aspects of it, but like the entertainment aspect, I don't think people really understand what it means to flip that switch. Yeah, I think what people think like not taking away from what you do, but I think what people think about being a DJ is I'm gonna put a playlist together, and yeah, that's it. And I think yeah, and and it's <laughs> there's so much more psychology behind it all, and I don't think people understand that. I'm watching cats, little young boys, man, do announcements on these microphones, and they're completely like the charisma part ain't there. It's just it's 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 uh it's awkward. It's, <laughs> it's that, the best social anxiety, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> oh damn, he got social anxieties. Damn. <laughs> Holy shit, man! Words used to mean things. Oh um, man. But like even extending to like the podcast realm, yeah. like it's um, 
you know, I've, I've, and, and not to throw none to nobody, but I've heard of cats who, who put like a podcast together and outside of like the commitment aspect of it all, like they don't know how to build the show aspect of it. It's there, there's a rhythm, there's a flow. It's not just grab some mics and talk. No. Like there's, there's, there's like. There's traffic to it. You got to weave through traffic. You got to hit that right turn. Sometimes there's a sharp left. You got to hit that left at the right angle at the right time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, shout out to Sam. That's the most interesting thing. I think, yeah, to, to bring it back around, the interesting, the most interesting thing to me is that people, people don't really, people, it's like fame. And we've talked about fame multiple times before. Like, they like the hype. They like the cool around it they don't like like, being it they don't like being it and they don't necessarily understand what all goes into it i'm not famous but no but there is a whole lot bigger than just like than just doing and saying that you have a podcast or that you dj or something you know what i'm saying oh yeah this shit this listen this shit ain't for everybody (laughs) i'm gonna toot my heart a little bit it ain't for everybody like, people that run, like, social media accounts and shit like that, like, that's not just, like, not saying that's the same thing, but that is yeah. an all-day shit. Like, you are There's not... to it. Yeah, like, you can't fuck that up, because if you have a big following, they yeah. will rip your ass. Yep. <laughs> like, there's building the following, there's maintaining the following, and there's not losing the following. <laughs> yeah, and the third yeah. one can happen easier than the other two. Bruh, listen... People are people are looking for any reason to leave. Oh yeah, people are always looking for a reason to leave, man. So and that help that can that can go into the podcast realm too, or the entertainment realm too. There's the idea of doing it, and then there's starting it, but then there's maintaining it. Mm-hmm. And cats are always looking for a reason to leave, man. So yeah. It's wild, man. I want to toot my horn a little bit. Uh, whoever uh, whoever follows my IG, man, I got the newest rankings for the company. Out of 173 DJs in the company, your boy is ranked number 12. Nice, dude. Fuck yeah. And uh, I, my, my, listen, man, my dick is out. Threw it on the table. <laughs> so you better put that thing up. <laughs> <laughs> True. I got to clean the table. I got to wipe the table off, man. But that motherfucker. You eat off that thing? <laughs> I know where it's been. <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> yeah, true. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Hope I do. Holy shit, man. Um, I want to thank y'all for pressing play on uh, this episode of The Hard Camera. Episode 53. T H C L I I I and I am your guy Juve. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Colossal Connection. Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social media's dog. All right, amigo. Y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker. A underscore M A A F H U C K A. You can also find me on Snapchat at Moft of 316. M A A F F H H D U P 316. 
Yes, sir. Hit me on Twitter and the Instant Grams at Juvi Desayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page on Twitter and the Instant Grams at The Hard Camera. Spell like it should because we English out here. Check out uh, Facebook.com slash Juve. Tell everybody you know, man, The Hard Camera has expanded to Spotify. Tell everybody you know, man, that the leading platform, or well, well, I should say, soon to be leading platform, Spotify is getting in on this on this podcast game, and we uh, we're gonna try to strap ourselves to that rocket, man, and ride it to the top. Help us pay our bills, please. Um, so, bro, before we get into, we've got a long, we got a big one today. Pause. Um, you know, war games and Survivor Series. Now, me and you know this. I don't know if the listeners know this or remember this. This happens to be our two-year anniversary, dog. Two years, dog. Dog. Happy anniversary, dog. Happy anniversary, dog. Air five. Absolutely. Our very first show, official episode of The Hard Camera was... Uh, breaking down Survivor Series 2017, and here we are, man. We've evolved, we've grown, we've we found a little, we we found a solid format that works for us and them and everybody, and we're keeping this thing pushing, man. I uh, I mentioned you know the on the the, the social medias, uh, on my Instagrams, I'm I'm starting a new thing, man. I don't have a name for it yet. Um, I've got a couple in my for now. I'm just going to call it a Sunday thing. So let's just do a Sunday thing where I'm looking to share and indulge in truths, just some truths. You think of a Sunday, you think of, you know, relaxation, you think of me time, you think of recharging, you think of some think of church, some think of Sunday service, right? I think of shotguns. Yeah, you think of shotguns. You know what I'm saying? Whatever Sunday my, means my to you. Sunday service. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so on my instant grams, you know, Big Ren's got shotgun Sunday. Um, I'm, I, I want to expand and do Sunday thing where, you know, I, I ask for truths. I share some truths. I just, it's about community. Community building, right? Yeah. Well, on the, the first edition of Sunday thing, someone had asked, uh, my favorite moments of the podcast. And now when they asked me, I hadn't realized that, that the two-year anniversary was right around the bend. Um, but now that I have, I feel like it's a great time to, to mention a couple of my favorites. But, um, Rand, what are some of your favorites, your favorite moments of, of these last two years? Episode one, man. Yeah. I mean, just jumping in, getting after it. Cause I, that, I mean, I wasn't necessarily too comfortable doing a podcast at the right. time. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know that we'd still be going. You know, <laughs> not saying not saying what we were putting out was bad, but like yeah. I wasn't hundred percent on doing an actual podcast. Yeah, you yeah. know, and look at it now. I feel <laughs> you. You was looking for a reason to leave. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. It takes a whole lot more from that for me to leave. You. I feel you. But gotta nah, of, you gotta be out of beer. You gotta be out of. <laughs> <laughs> I got my little glass of henny. Oh, <laughs> uh, but now you know what? Yeah, that that's man. That's listen, listen. That's a real point because listen, the first product you put out is not going to be. Checks. 
You say what? I mean, I don't know. Like, if I'm if I'm looking for music, like, and I find a new artist, regardless of if they just come out with a new album, I'm gonna go back and listen to that very first album. Right, and well, you know, and even more on that, like, the first product you put out is not gonna be you at your best. No. So it takes an investment. Exactly. You got to build them skills, hone them skills. So it takes an investment on us to get better, but also takes an investment on the listener to see the good and stick around and listen to it evolve. So kudos to us, but kudos to y'all for listening in, man. Um, I got a lot of favorites. I'm not going to front. I got a lot of moments that come back to me. When I had uh, got the question, I mentioned, um, first and foremost, your motherfucking holiday party story from last year. Um, Maybe, listen, one of the funniest things I've ever heard. And it's November now, man, so I know y'all got the party coming up soon. (laughs) So I can't wait for that. I'm nervous. That's hilarious. Um, but there's that story. There's the the, and I also mentioned the love versus commitment one and two, um, where we had uh, we we had said some things about the rigors of marriage, and uh, I got in trouble, had a great conversation, and came back the next week, yeah. um, and just delivered um, just one hell of a promo. I'll pat myself on the back. Um, went went from uh, undesirable to goddamn undeniable, if you will. Um. That there's listen, there's the sweet heat story. Oh shit. <laughs> there's listen and I wrote these down because I knew we had the question. Um there's the fattest ass in the room. Oh my god. But, uh, yeah. Um there's a time I told you about when I suplexed the vacuum and uh <laughs> had to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gave listen. You uh, ran my ass through the ringer for that one, bro. Holy shit. <laughs> All the way that and up to um, the the episode where we had talked about um, my auntie listening in and, oh, and giving some feedback. Does she still listen? I ain't got no feedback since then. It's been a while. She um, found a reason to leave us. <laughs> right, right, right. Looking for a reason to leave, you know. Um, and all of these stories, actually, uh, for, for those who are wondering how to reach these all of these stories. Go check us out. Check out the archive on Spotify. There's the best of volume one and two where we take uh, we take stuff from the cold open and we, we made some best ofs just about those. Some of the dope stories and and uh, hilarity we have ensued. And not just hilarity, man. Um, that's one of the reasons why I love this, too. Like we're clearly having a good time and we've been busting ass laughing just in this first 30 minutes. Right. But we get to explore, like, all sides of us. Every single side of us. Whereas us being ridiculous, us being just honest and open and true to ourselves, whatever vulnerabilities we have, whatever um, whatever, whatever um, life analysis we have, I couldn't find a word for it. But, like, we get to explore all aspects of us. And I'm looking forward to another two years um, and three years and four years and five years, however long we can ride this thing out, man. Um, Fucking name, man. Yeah, What's man. Salute to you, Brody. Salute, so, brother. Again, man. Uh, y'all go check out the best ofs, volume one and two, to check out some of our favorite moments and uh, some of your favorite moments, or what what could be your favorite moments. Uh, so no doubt, man. <clears throat> but let's get into it, player. We got a lot to break down. Man, you ain't a lying. Lot to break down. 
this upcoming weekend, we have not one, but two major shows put on by the flagship brand of professional wrestling. We've got NXT War Games on Saturday, and we've got the Survivor Series 2019 on Sunday. Twelve matches, my guy. It's a lot of television. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And we're gonna we're gonna sift through it all. Uh, let's start off with the War Games card. Uh, before we break down, you know the matches specifically. Uh, how you feel about the overall? How how excited are you going into War Games three? I'm a whole lot excited. I'm a whole lot more excited about War Games than I am uh, Survivor Series. Okay. But that's how it always is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's hard not every to time, get excited for an Every time they got a takeover, it always shits on the main, well, quote-unquote, the main show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heavy quotes, huh? <laughs> Big time. Like, like four fingers, like well, eight finger quotes. Excuse <laughs> the fingers instead of the two. True enough, true enough. And matter of fact, now that we, uh, before we even get into it, I should update y'all with our numbers, man. Big Ren, you're sitting at 47 out of 86 for 54.66%. I'm sitting at 54 out of 86, uh, 62.79%. But we got 12 matches, man. So you could conceivably take over. No pun intended. So we got five, we got five at War Games and seven at. We've got four. Four for War Games and eight at Survivor Series. I'm trying to think. So, okay. Yeah, well, we're uh, going right. to break them all down, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just seeing them. how these num- I'm just trying to figure out how these numbers are going for, like, well, yeah, we'll get into that. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, like I said, it can see, you could conceivably take over um, in, in one show or at least definitely uh, – Close that gap. Okay, numbers up. Yeah, close that gap a little bit, Playa. Um, so let's go into it, man. This match was actually um, initially announced for... You know what? Before I get into it, because I didn't really tell you what I was thinking about the build overall. Um, and I'm kind of reminded because we were about to go into this first match. And it kind of ties into the Survivor Series build. Like, I think... Like, leading up to it, before NXT got involved in Survivor Series, the build was so smooth, right? Oh, yeah. I do think it got muddled up a little bit because they had to serve two masters because they were building War Games but also building Survivor Series. And I think on NXT, they did they did one of the better jobs they could in still... Like the, making the, it their own, yeah, making it their own. Building Survivor Series with like the AJ Styles run in, but also still building War Games. And it's that Tommaso Ciampa still wasn't fucking with Adam Cole. You know what I'm saying, brand loyalty yeah. or not? <laughs> so even in tonight, even in even in this past NXT, like when Ciampa and Rollins was squaring off, that was a Survivor Series build. But Ciampa had to get that shot in on Cole, which was still a War Games build. Yeah. So I would say they did as good of a job as they could and still building up the two shows on NXT. But I think with their involvement in Survivor Series, it got a little muddled. It got a little muddled, but I, I, I'm not think, all the way mad. Do you think any WWE superstars are gonna try in, going to try to invade war games? I would damn sure hope not. 
Bro, I just thought about that. I, I hadn't thought about that at all. That never crossed my mind. I had neither. I had neither. I would damn sure hope that they leave NXT TakeOver unto itself. If they do get involved, let them get involved post-match. Let it all be post-match. But, I mean, hell, I mean, with some of the matches on here, though, I mean, it wouldn't make sense for them to get involved post-War Games. Like, War Games is a spectacle unto itself. So, like, stay away from that, right? It looks like Finn Balor has nothing to do with Survivor Series unless... Well, we still don't even know who's on Team NXT for Survivor Series. So, maybe. So, yeah. I, yeah. We'll get into Survivor Series. Absolutely. Let's get into this first match, man. This match was initially announced for NXT. Uh, It's a triple threat match. And then the winner of this match is going to face Adam Cole at Survivor Series for the NXT title. We've got the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne versus Damian Priest versus Killian Dane. Talk to me, dog. I don't even know, man. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't like, I don't even know why this match is really necessary. I don't mm-hmm. know. It just feels kind of just like, I'll just go ahead and throw that in there because, I mean, I don't know. Storyline-wise, it does make sense, but I think what hurts it is the stipulation. Yeah. I think the stipulation hurts it a little bit, because, I mean, initially you had the Pete Dunne, Damian Priest feud going on, where they went one and one, and then Killian Dane got involved, um, got in the middle of their thing. So, storyline-wise, it makes sense why these three men are fighting each other, but I think the stipulation hurts it in the sense that who do they trust the most to be on Survivor Series versus who does it make sense for to, to win the most? You know what I mean? Well, that right there just made me, had me help me pick my answer. Did you did you have an answer before? <laughs> no. I did um, uh, I didn't, but I was leaning toward, you know, who I chose as well. But go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna go with Pete Dunn then. I'm going with the bruiserweight. Yeah. I'm kind of leaning toward it, too. I mean, Killian Dane had his run with Sanity that nobody remembers. Um, so he can do whatever, really. He, he... Well, uh-huh. I'm saying that just so, no, like, because everybody forgot about Sanity, so it's like... In the sense that no nobody would remember him enough. And you know what, too? It is that Chicago crowd. So yeah. that Chicago crowd is a little more familiar with all three of these guys. To where the crowd would appreciate it more, but not necessarily the millions watching at home. So that, yeah. Um, so I mean, people might remember Killian Dane, but I'm not sure how receptive that viewing audience would be. Damian Priest is still building his name in NXT. Again, the the crowd wouldn't, you know. I but I I think Pete Dunne, him being the longest reigning NXT UK champion, um, has he had any time on Raw and SmackDown? I don't. Th- you he was. Me. You know what? He was in. He was in a rumble. He was in. I don't know if it was last oh, year's yeah, rumble yeah. or if it was one before, but he was in the rumble. I don't know who remembers that, but he was in the rumble at least. Um, so I'll go with Pete Dunne being yeah the 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 best uh, the best representative. Uh, Pete Dunne's gonna pin Killian Dane. You think he'll pin, pin Save Dane? Priest? Yeah, oh, Priest. I hear no, no, no point. I mean, because then I mean, like, if he does lose. At Survivor Series, I guess they could have their rubber match or whatever. Right. Him and Damian Priest. 
And it looks like Priest and uh, Dane are looking to have their own spinoff feud anyway. It's perfect. So one of them can cost the other the match, and Pete Dunne wins, and they have another reason to fight. Um, but, yeah, it looks like we're both taking Pete Dunne to go on to face Adam Cole, Bay Bay at Survivor Series. Uh, moving on, man. Outside of, you know, war games, I, I, I am some kind of excited for. But this dynamic, I think, is the one I'm, I'm, I'm the most initially interested. I said initially like four times in 40 minutes. Um, initially, I said initially. Uh, yeah, initially. <laughs> um, we've got Matt Riddle taking on Finn Balor. Talk me through it, man. What do you think about Finn Balor's, uh, I don't want to say new attitude, but but he, as he would call it, his, his return to himself? I love it. Yeah, he's got he's got that fire back because he kind of lost that fire whenever he went to the main roster. It just, I mean, it might he might not have lost it, but it might have gotten just jumbled around and mm-hmm. how big the roster is over there and shit like that. And now he can just I don't know. I mean, NXT maybe he feels more at home in NXT and he can he's around his friends. He can talk better <laughs> in NXT. <laughs> You know, I never, I never want to see Finn Balor in anything but black. Yeah, he, he, they had him in the red, the red trunks with the white boots, the blue trunks. No, with, with the blue jacket and the matching jacket. Listen, whack. Finn Balor only wears black. All He's black, everything. Heel, babyface. Keep him in black. That's where the that's part of the cool factor. He's a goon baby face in all black. He's a Dude. fucking, you know. You know what I'm saying? I do like, too, in his uh, in his return to his, his true self that he's using the, the 1916 DDT more than the coup de gras. I, we haven't seen the coup de gras, um, but it looks like he's going to kind of revert and use more of the 1916 DDT, which we honestly may have only saw once or twice ever Um I keep saying the main roster. That's the easiest way to put it on Raw or SmackDown. Um, he pulled it out a couple times as as NXT champion in in that run, but it wasn't something we saw too much in uh, on Raw or SmackDown. We saw it on the video. You have game. to send me a video. Send you a video. Yeah, you have to send me a video of it. I got you. Yep, no doubt, man. Um, I would say I'm disappointed we can't see Balor Gargano, um, considering Balor turned on Gargano. But I mean, that's a feud that's coming. That feud is coming, and it's gonna be fire. Um, yeah, and it's gonna be super fire. And I know Matt Riddle had to be taken out of War Games to do this. However, I mean, this is still a high-profile match, um, and one that carries a lot of intrigue. I like it, and overall, yeah, I like I like Finn going to NXT. It's a whole new roster of NXT. He's more motivated. There's so many matches he can have. Uh, Gargano, Ciampa, Cole. Riddle, Keith Lee, Dajakovic, Velveteen Dream, Pete Dunn. I could keep going. Clearly, right? I Walter. Keep... Walter. Holy shit. I didn't Yo, think Walter boy. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's heat listen. Bunch of fresh matchups. I'm rolling. Um how you see this going down? How's this gonna how's this how's it shaking out, player? Bro's going down. Yeah. Yeah, there's no yeah, I don't think there's any any two ways to go about that. It's There's just, really no yeah. other way it could go, right? 
Yeah, Finn just came back. Game. It's gonna be a fucking battle. It's gonna be a fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a fight. It might be like fight of the night besides like war the war games matches, but Yeah. And Riddle is not going quietly. He's not going quietly. Fuck no. I love how he took over Goldberg's chant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Riddle. I like it. I like it. Naturally. He did one jackhammer and now they just they won't stop. I love it. Yep. Gold. Now, I got a question for you. Just because I'm speculating now. Do we see the demon? That would be cool. Yeah, it would. I think I think we should. I didn't even think about that. But yeah. It'd be dope. We haven't seen the demon in forever. And like I think it might be I mean, the people like well, especially like the Chicago the Chicago crowd. They haven't forgot about the demon. No. But I guarantee there are some people like like me. I've, I completely forgot about the demon. Yeah. So I know I'm not the only one. I'm both. I'm, you know, I'm kind of going both ways on it. Like, it'd be cool to see him again. I don't know if the feud warrants it. And I don't know if... Like, part of me thinks Finn... I'm just getting in Finn, the character's mind. That maybe Finn would, would want to reestablish himself first before... So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I think we don't see him. And I I don't even necessarily consider this a feud. No? What do you mean? I mean, Riddle and... I mean, I don't know. Like, it's not like... It's not like he turned on Matt Riddle. Right. He, um... I think it started when he he attacked Riddle in the six-man a couple weeks back against the OC. So that's kind of where it started. Um, But it's not not as... Big is getting super kicked out of nowhere. It's not a blood feud quite yet. Yeah, that that really warrants it. Um, and it's not for a title either. So yeah, I'm not I'm not sure we see it either. Um, I'm waiting for that moment. It's gonna be a great moment. But it looks like we're both taking Finn Balor. Let me jot that down for for notes. I do believe. I do believe. I didn't. I didn't get to see the last takeover live. I didn't get to see. Um, Full Gear or All Out Live, but I think I might be able to see War Games live, hey. or at least I'll be able to to get in in the middle and just start at the beginning. So I'll be fake live, tape delay. <laughs> we'll call it tape delay. Be on. Say what? That's something beyond. Word, no doubt. Um, moving on, man. The first of two War Games matches. The first ever women's War Games match. We got Team Baszler versus Team Rhea Ripley. We got Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray, the NXT UK Women's Champion, taking on Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, and Candice LeRae. Uh, I, I got no idea. Lose, I, see I don't know. <laughs> I want. I want fucking Baszler to lose, but you yeah. know how that's been going on with <laughs> my picks. On takeovers. I hear you, man. I thought, you know what? Especially because people aren't that familiar with Kaylee Ray, and I think it kind of went over poorly to see her be the fourth choice. I feel like this could have been a great time, at least, and not necessarily great, just because how people say, just turn them, turn them, turn them heel, not necessarily. But the way Dakota Kai got snubbed on being on on team Ripley like I felt like this might have been a great chance for her 
to be pissed off, cost somebody a match. Like she she could have been the one that costed me and Yim the match. That latter match. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then be the last member of Team Baszler. And it would have made perfect sense because she wanted to be on Team Ripley and now she's reduced to 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 losing to Kaylee Ray on, on See you on next NXT. season. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know. Come back for tryouts. Yeah. And plus it, it fit with, you know, her coming back from injury. Um, the, the, the knee injury and, and her, you know, needing a new spark. There's, there was a story they could have told there that they, they, they kind of missed a boat on. So, but anyway, how you I see this one going? Ah, dude, it's see, I don't understand why, uh, Baszler's her chicks, her, her homies aren't on the team with her. Oh, they ain't ready for that. Yeah, but like... They ain't ready for all that. They ain't ready for war. But you know what I mean. I mean, I don't know. They ain't I just feel like ready they for war. Been. But no, actually, I, I, I initially kind of assumed that they would be on the team. Um, yeah. But they ain't ready for war. They act like it. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they do. I, um... The, the inclusion of Bianca Belair on Team Baszler kind yeah. of... Uh, that was kind of interesting to me. Bianca Belair really is like, do you know what? So I was watching, I've been watching old Survivor Series pay-per-views. Yeah. And do you remember Bad News Brown? Name sounds very familiar. So Bad News Brown first got his name in Canada, but then he went to the WWF in the late 80s. Challenged for the the WWF title a couple times, but I believe it was Survivor Series 88. Either 88 or 89, I'm leaning toward 88, where... He got into it with his teammates. He was on Survivor Series team. He got into it with his teammates, and he just left. He's like, man, fuck this shit. I'm out. Is that what you're thinking about, Bianca? Well, in the sense that, like, Bad News Brown was clearly a heel, but he ain't fuck with nobody, right? Bianca Belair isn't a heel, but she isn't a babyface. She's out for her. But she's on the team that she feels like could better her career. So she's a loner, but knows when to do business. Yeah, I get that. But that could also turn around and cost that whole team. I lie, bad news, Brown. I hope that happens. So there's a there's a there's a cool <laughs> underlying dynamic there in the sense that Bianca Belair could really rock with both sides, but was chosen for one team. So that's the team she's riding for, but she don't fuck with them like that. If she can she get don't close, fuck with either team, but exactly. out of either team, she definitely don't fuck with Baszler. Exactly. So it's like if she can get close to the champion, then it works better for her singles career. But again, she don't fuck with none of them like that. She's trying to get this W. So I think that's a story that could end up telling there um, in war games. Um, how you see this going though, man? I'm gonna fucking uh, I'm gonna pick Team Ripley. Yeah. Just because I want Baszler to lose. Got you. And they're and they're she's playing double duty this weekend, so she's the only one on out of the whole out of both teams is playing double duty this weekend. I'm pretty sure, right? Well, you know what? And of course, we're gonna we're gonna talk it over Survivor Series, but they don't they haven't announced anyone. For the men's and women's team NXT, 
Yeah, I felt like I felt like they should have done that tonight. <laughs> I felt like they should have done it tonight. And so the thing is, like all the names who would make any sense on Team NXT, men's and women's teams, they're all on war games. Yeah. So literally all of them would be doing double duty. I don't see them putting Cameron Grimes on Team NXT. No. You know what I'm saying? So in theory, most of these names could be pulling double duty. Are probably pulling double duty because Adam Cole, he's got a match. Basil's got a match. Whoever wins uh, the the triple threat, they got double duty. So I mean, NXT is gonna be sore come <laughs> come Monday. Yeah, come Monday. And that and that only means done then. Say what? I mean, that shit can still continue on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> shit, I think, man, I think with the way that this all came together, because honestly, they only put. NXT, they only involve NXT and Survivor Series because half the <laughs> the whole SmackDown roster was stuck in fucking Blood Money Five. Yeah. So it was kind of a reactionary thing, which which kind of speaks to the build as well. But um, but anyway, yeah, I um, this is tough, man. Because you would think that you know if you know Ripley's team wins, then one of these women, and probably Rhea Ripley, would be closer to a title shot. That's what I'm hoping. You know what I mean? Um, I thought Candice LeRae would be the one until it was on NXT on USA, and I kind of knew that wasn't going to shake. Mia Yim, the story they told, she and she, yeah, she wasn't ready. Um, kudos to her for taking that ladder bump, man, going through that ladder. That was nasty. Um, and also busting her nose up. I mean, yeah, no, she's, I saw an article where uh, she was on, I believe it was Lillian Garcia's Chasing Glory podcast, where she was talking about, like, the the past she had with, like, abusive boyfriends and the story she has. Um, Just the excerpts I read, Mia Yim has come a long way, man, outside of just the stuff they've told on NXT with with old neighborhoods. Um, Mia Yim's come a long, long way, so, yeah, salute to her, shout to her, um, how do I see this going? This is tough. This is really tough. I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley as well. Team Ripley. I feel like there's more of a story that can be told with Baszler's team losing. Um, even if it's not Baszler that takes the pin. But I mean, let's like, say Bianca like, Belair. I need, I, need my, I, need my, I need my chicks with me. Like, I don't know. Like, Say it again? Like, uh, no, like, I don't know. I'm still just stuck on the fact that she didn't even have her homies in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they got her with people that, like, she's beat, like, and, right. like, to retain the title against, you know. True, true. But, yeah. yeah. She's definitely beat this whole... <laughs> she, except whole for Tegan Knox and Kaylee Ray, she's beaten... Well, and, and, and Rhea Ripley, but she's beaten most of the most of the competitors in this match, so... yeah. That's really interesting. Uh, I'm gonna go with Team Ripley as well. I mean, and I'm and this one I'm actually kind of. I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm I'm. This one's harder for me to choose, especially because of the way I think I'm going with um, the next match we're about to get into. I already said it, so I'm gonna rock with it. And you pick Team Ripley as well. Okay. 
And now the men's war games match. We've got the undisputed era. Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Fish, and O'Reilly taking on Team Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and an as-yet-named fourth team member. So let's address the elephant in the room, man. Who's the fourth team member? Is it Sting? Is it Sting? (laughs) Have you heard that? Nah, man, it was a it was a throwback to to old war games of of the past. Um, anyway, go ahead. No. Uh, <laughs> see, I was hoping I was hoping we were going to figure that out tonight, which it would have been a perfect time. I definitely thought it. W- I th- I thought so too, but apparently, apparently match, this is a huge surprise. Yeah, like they could have like I was totally expecting to hear Velveteen Dream. Like, Come on, I'm calling and- Reese some havoc. Yeah, and like cause fucking Adam Cole to lose the ladder match. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting on that shit. Like when they were both on top of the ladder, I was just waiting for that music to fucking drop. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, and then it didn't happen. I was like, fuck. All right, well, <laughs> I guess I'm not gonna know until Sunday or I mean right. Saturday. Yeah, man. So who you think is the I guy? Dream. You want it to be Dream? Yeah, that's like I mean we haven't had any up. I mean. Do I want and will? Do I want it or will it be? That's that's those are two big different questions. But um, I don't. Who else could it be? Like they haven't they haven't said we haven't got any update on Dream's health at all. Right. We got an update on our on Gargano's health this past week, but nothing about Dream. So that kind of is leading me to think that he's going to be there. Just because there hasn't been a definite thing said about him not being there, if right. that makes some sense. You know, man, I don't know who else makes any sense. Like, that's literally I mean, the only person I chose. And we've been on record months ago building up war games. We thought when when we thought it was Champa, the Street Profits, and Dream, like, Dream has always yeah. been the guy we've talked about. I think I even said Street Profits, Keith Lee, and Dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, you know? So, I mean, he's always been figured in. I literally don't know who else it would be because if it was Gargano, Gargano wouldn't make sense because he'd be in a match with Finn Balor. Thus, Matt yeah. Riddle will be back in War Games. Um, so, I, I, especially with Dream being taken out by Undisputed Era, storyline-wise, yeah. Um, who else? Who else would be a, a big enough name to to be there? That would make any Kevin sense. And it wouldn't make any sense. I know. Yeah, nothing would. Nothing would. So, yeah, I'm going with the dream being the fourth guy. Um, that's gonna be a a huge pop. Yeah, huge pop. Yes. <laughs> huge, huge. Um, yeah. So I'm 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 looking forward to that. Um, how you see it going, man? Talk me through it. I love that the Undisputed Era is like the four horsemen of this generation and that War Games is like their signature match. I love that so much. They're so good. And yeah, yeah, War Games is their coming. That's their homecoming. It's their match, man. Yeah. The the old school fan in me just just loves it. Just loves it. And it, it's perfect too. Like I couldn't really see it going any other way. Like if if there's like whatever you think of War Games, what team do you think of? This, this era, yeah, the undisputed era, absolutely. Yeah, 
you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not in this era, yeah. I, but, yeah, uh, yeah, I hate to deviate. Now. Oh, I, wanna, I hate to deviate really quick, um, because we're especially because we're talking about this match and because we're talking about this company. But uh, I don't know if you saw on the news lately that AEW. Remember the Cody promo where he said where oh, uh, yeah, the, the match elite beyond. exactly he said when the elite and the inner circle meet, it's going to be a match beyond where they just got the trademark for the yes. match beyond. Um. So I'm really interested. I'm really interested in what that's going to be. Like I said, that I I could only that was the old nickname for War Games. Uh, I'm really interested in what that's going to be. I wanted to, to drop that tidbit while it's while it's still fresh and while we're talking uh, about War Games. Um, but yeah, going back to it, man. You, you go ahead, finish your thought. Ah, uh, shit. Um, but no, just yeah. Whenever you think of NXT and War Games, you automatically think of the UE. Yeah. And like it's it's one of the most insane matches, <laughs> dude. It is their match, and they seem to pull out the stops, man. They are they are one and one in in NXT War Games. Um, how do you see this going, man? I'm going with Team Champa. Yeah. He's. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with Team Chopper. Just because stores. he's back, he's fresh. Mm-hmm. And not saying that the guys aren't fresh, but like, it's fucking Keith Lee. My God, dude. Did yeah. you see how high fucking <laughs> my man got bounced my off man, the yeah. fucking ring? Yeah, man. Like, dude, he bounced like a foot and a half off the fucking ring. My man got strength and bunnies. This is true. Dude, like I can't, dude. Yeah, I can't wait to see Keith Lee hop on top, hop up on top of that cage. He about to wild out. Throw some weight around. He oh. about to wild out for respect, <laughs> man. <laughs> this is true. I'm definitely looking forward to that, man. Um, you pick Team Champa. Yes, man. Because I hadn't chosen this one either. This is their match, but damn, man, this is a super team. And I wouldn't. Uh, I would expect them not to waste that fourth pick on a loss, right? Oh yeah, no. And especially, if, especially if Dreams there. Fuck, he's coming. He's coming. He's going for blood. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm have to go with Team Chopper too, man. Do we pick everybody? And do we pick the same picks for the whole damn? We did. Take- we did. There's only. <laughs> Say that again. Viewers ain't gonna like that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we made it make sense. They're always looking for a reason to leave, man. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and most of these I'm actually confident with. Like, I'm I'm, I'm 100% confident that Balor's going to beat Matt Riddle. I'm about yeah. 90% sure about the Pete Dunn match. The Ripley-Baisley, Baisley, Ripley-Baisler war games, I'm 50-50 on. Um, and this one I may be like 60-40 on. But I'm going to go with Team Chompa as well. 40 as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Team Chopper and a barn burner. Barns will be burned. Bro, there might kids. not be anything left of the All-State Arena after this weekend. Dude. Because we got SmackDown, War Games, Survivor Series, Raw, all in the same man. fucking building, bro. I bet there's going to be people camping there. Fuck it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> them, them, them walls and ceilings are made of wood. Yeah, burn it down. Burn it the fuck down. Burn it down. Speaking of burning it down, 
Well, we'll get to him in a little bit. We got the Survivor Series, dog. Survivor Series 2019. Now, quiet is kept, man. Survivor Series feels like like the forgotten pay per view of the original Big Four. Yeah. But Survivor Series has probably been consistently the best pay per view of the year. More often than not, or at least the most consistent and the most solid. Yeah, with the with one of the be- like with one of the best builds and the outcomes. I think everybody 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 is happy watching the build. I think everybody goes home happy after the show. Yeah, man. Most people most people do. Last year had some really good stuff on it, man. Um, Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Brock and Daniel Bryan, um, the tag team matches. They had a lot of good I, stuff. That was so good. That Brock Lesnar. That was probably that might have been one of my most favorite Brock Lesnar matches. Yeah, man. We fought Daniel Bryan. Yeah, so, how do you feel about the overall build to Survivor Series this year? <sighs> the build is good, but. I think it's only good because NXT is involved. I hear you. Feel like it may not have went the same. Oh fuck no! Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely wouldn't have went the same. NXT's hey. shit right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like, and luckily, I mean, we were still gonna have a good Survivor Series regardless, right? But like, I'm, I'm actually worried about the actual Survivor Series matches just being just gunky. That's like, valid. there's two fucking people in that shit. There's like 15 fucking people That's super in each match. Valid. Yeah. Like, good super luck on valid. spots. And, I mean, there's going to be some fucking some cheap pins and people are going to get fucking buried. I'm going to be tight. Yeah, I'm going to be a little tight. There are going to be some quick eliminations that I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Make me a little, yeah, I'm a little tight. You know what I've noticed, too? Is that, well, you know, so on one hand, we've got, you know, the Intercontinental, the U.S., and North American champions, right? We've yeah. got the tag team champions. We've got all the women's champions. Now, I don't know how they would have booked it, but do you see they separated the champions of each brand? It's just whack. So we're not getting the, the, the WWE champ versus the Universal champ versus NXT champion. Yeah, which would have been probably. one hell of a story to tell. I would have I would have felt bad for Adam Cole straight up. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. I don't know who loses. Probably Adam Cole takes it, but I could see Adam Cole. Imagine the look that would have been for Adam Cole. Imagine the look for listen. For one, that's Brock Lesnar, right? Yeah. Who is Brock Lesnar? Then you got the Fiend, who is probably the hottest thing on the main roster right now. Definitely. And then you got Adam Cole, the little guy, but the the conniving, smart guy who always finds a way. And so the fact that we're not getting that match leads to my bigger point, which leads which which has a lot to do with, you know, what we, we feel the, the muddled up build of Survivor Series overall. It felt like it rather it feels like a lot of the NXT involvement is really only them throwing hands with like mid card guys. Yeah, is what it kind of feels like. Like, which and I think that's bull because they could go they could go heads up with the like 
the high card guys. Yeah. Now you know we like with the yeah we had the Seth Rollins involvement, but Seth Rollins was the first NXT champ. So not that you necessarily would expect it, but it makes sense, right? And they had the storyline yeah. of whether Seth is going to turn and whatnot, which we'll address later on. But when the women were fighting, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you had Becky Lynch show up in her in her match, but you know who you didn't see? The Fiend. No, no, no. As far as the women go, you didn't see the oh, ca- you didn't see the captain of Raw, so you didn't see Charlotte. You didn't see the captain oh. of SmackDown. You didn't see Sasha Banks. Bailey wasn't involved. It feels like they gave you a taste of the heavy hitters for the little guys on NXT. But you also, I mean, yeah, you got Drew McIntyre, but you didn't get Roman Reigns. Nope. You didn't get Braun Strowman. No Randy Orton. Now, of course, none of them were. Well, Roman Reigns had a had a, had a little time in NXT before he went up, but like, you 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 didn't get the full build of it all. So I wonder how that's going to play into some of these elimination matches for real, for real, and how NXT is going to be portrayed. It's going to be like. Uh... I still wish they should. I still wish it was just Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, but because like, dude, it's just too much. Like, like these, like, because these are gonna be short matches. I mean, what did you say? We have well, eight. Yeah, we have eight matches. Yeah, so probably three, three and a half hour show. Of course, they're gonna have their 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 backstage fluff. Um, I tell you this though, a couple of these triple threat matches, I'm definitely down for. Oh yeah, the elimination matches not as much. We'll talk about the title matches, but the elimination match or the the triple threat matches, I'm kind of down for. I'm kind of down. Well, I guess they're all triple threat matches except for the title matches, but you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so let's start out with it, man. The United States champion AJ Styles takes on the North American champion Roderick Strong, taking on the Intercontinental champion Shinsuke Nakamura. Big ring. How you see it happening, man? I see Roderick Strong taking this one. Really? Yeah, I'm getting spicy. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna fucking he's gonna fucking pin AJ Styles. Cilantro. Yeah. Damn. They wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. wouldn't. They wouldn't fade. They wouldn't fade. Shinsuke Nakamura for this. No. Because he's got his thing going on with uh, Sami Zayn right now. Right. I think people dig that. Not saying people don't dig AJ Styles in the OC, but AJ Styles in the OC, they could do anything. He could take a loss and it'll be fine. Right. As Sensei Nakamura could, but I think it would be a better look for NXT if Roderick Strong pinned AJ Styles. Especially since the title's not on the line. Right. So, yeah, why not? I think I'm so jaded toward it all in the sense that, like, I don't know if I necessarily see, and it may change by the time we talk about each specific match, but I'm not sure that I see NXT winning anything. Uh, they can't do them like that. Man, listen, you remember you remember the score last year for Survivor Series? Uh, somebody got skunked, didn't they? Raw went 6-0 and on SmackDown. Yeah. 
And then the one match SmackDown won was on the pre-show, and they didn't even count it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> so That's it's some like, forgettable shit, but yeah. Man. So it's like... And plus, like we said, too, how much is the whole idea of war games going to play into how they're booked? True. Like, will they use that as an excuse? Like, oh, well, NXT just isn't at full force because of war games? Or is it like, man, fuck them niggas. This is Raw and SmackDown. These little pissants, whatever, whatever, whatever. Would so Triple H so allow that? Raw and SmackDown? Do you think Raw and SmackDown motherfuckers are going to work together to get NXT the well, fuck up out of there on Sunday night? Not necessarily work together, but this is the Survivor Series. Like it's, so still, all decisions, it's, it's a shared home. With, all decisions with go through events, right? Yeah. So, and I know Triple H will fight for it, but I just... There's one match. I'm looking at one match right here that I could make even a slight argument for the NXT representative to win. And this one ain't that. <laughs> I really like that you picked Roderick Strong, though. Like, I really do. I really... I, 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 I'm fucking with that. I'm going with AJ Styles. Penning. I have no clue. <laughs> well, I have no clue. The way this is layered out, like this whole thing could just blow up. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's going to. You know what I'm saying? It'll be glorious. Yeah, as far as our numbers go, we're in for an interesting night. So I'm picking AJ. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Well, ooh, well, you know what? Okay, okay, okay. Let me take it back. AJ's defending the title the next night, the U.S. title the next night. Against, against uh, Humberto Carrillo. Oh, whack. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Do they let him go in there with a loss from the night before and something to prove? Or does he go in with another victory? Do they switch the... Uh, I'm looking too far into the future. Hmm. See, now that you say that, it's making my pick even sound even more and more correct. Ain't it? That's funny. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I'm tempted to go with Roderick Strong now? <laughs> because, because I'm cool as hell. Oh, well, yeah, there's always that. There's always that aspect. But whoever Adam Cole faces, he's going to win. Oh, yeah. Number two, the only NXT, the who I was talking about before, the only NXT representative I could make that argument for winning is the Undisputed Era in the tag team match. True. And so it would just be one hell of a night for the Undisputed Era. Might as well. If, if, they, if they sweep it, right? Cause listen, we don't even know. We don't even know who's on fucking <laughs> Team NXT, right? <laughs> huh? Man, fuck it. I, man, I'm a rock, I'm a rock with you, bro. I'm a rock with you. I talk myself. I talk myself into it. I talk myself. In, yes, you're cool as shit. Your cool factor definitely helped. My numbers are going to hell, but okay, I got a little gap, so I can. 
I can afford it. <laughs> yeah, don't get too comfortable. Yeah, well, especially if I'm picking the same as you, so I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely in a good spot. Um, sure, yeah, I'm going with Roger Strong, man. Uh, listeners can kill me for it. It's all right. Suck it. Moving on, man. We've got the Minnesota Oakland Viking Raiders versus the Undisputed Air versus the New Day. We just saw the Viking Raiders go uh, go face up with the Forgotten Sons. Almost got scraped. Yeah, they did. Um, we just saw the Undisputed Era put on a clinic with the Revival, which was kind of hard. It was it was dope. It was fun to see the Revival kind of playing the baby faces to an extent. Um, and then we've got the New Day, who just defeated the Revival for the SmackDown Tag Titles. Now you know I love me some New Day. Part of me, part of me kind of wanted to see the revival in this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it probably would have made for a better match if they were to let them let loose and, and, and give it some time. The New Day definitely ain't no slouch in the tag team scene, so I don't want to take it all the way away from them. You can't not have New Day do things. Um, and plus, New Day adds more personality to this match. You got to have a little flash think- and flair. I think that's exactly why they had them win the titles too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Not not taking away anything that they are great tag team. Right. But I think it just fits better for this event coming up. You got the stake and the sizzle. Because yeah. listen, the Minnesota Oakland Viking Raiders, Chicago's gonna go wild for them, but we largely don't know who they are. No. I still don't know which one is Eric and Ivar. Nope, I don't either. So, this will give them a great showcase to do things and look good doing it. Um, but we just largely don't know them. The Undisputed Era is still NXT. Like, regardless of, of their greatness, it's still NXT on the main roster. I think they still have that stigma to them. So, in that in that sense, we fake don't know them. And so, but, but those both of these teams can fucking go in the ring. So you add in the New Day with a little more personality, a little more spice in Big E and the, and the former world champion, Kofi Kingston. Um, with all that being said, I'm expecting Barnes to burn, dog. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting Barnes to burn. Um, I was just thinking to myself, um, how do you see this going? UE. You going with the UE? Yeah. It makes perfect sense to have, if they're not going to win the whole night, but might as well keep it on. Might as well, I mean, might as well have the UE rock it out hard. Yeah. Because they're the face. They're the face of NXT. They are. They are. I was thinking, and the reason I hesitate just now when I asked you is like I was having a certain moment. I was... And I was saying, and I just said, the Undisputed Era will probably be the one entity I could see winning you in, in you know, a Survivor Series. But who do they pin? Viking Raiders. You think they pin the Viking Raiders? Yeah. Did the Viking Raiders, because listen, I didn't watch Crown Jewel. We were open about that. Did the Viking Raiders get pinned? Did they get counted out at the uh, the Tag Team Turmoil match? I think it was some bullshit count out, yeah. Was it a count out? Yeah. I wanted and then, like, to check that out. Before up. that, 
like the week before that, they had there was like a tag team turmoil match. Remember? And they got disqualified. Them and the OC got disqualified. I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. Huh. I think I'm. I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident in that. That happened. Right. They were pinned by the OC. Okay. They were pinned no. by the OC, so they've taken a loss clearly. And I th- okay, so that would kind of put them in contention to, to, to. Uh, this is hard. They man. haven't been up. They haven't been up to shit since they won the titles either. They've been fucking fighting local teams. Yeah, they still haven't done that? anything since they've been champions. They haven't um, fought a legit tag team since they became champions. Yeah, I'm still gonna go with the UE. Somehow, somehow pulling it out. Um, I mean, I don't know if I could see them pinning former champion Kofi Kingston. Um, I mean, maybe Big E does a, does the favors. Maybe they get revenge over never beating the Viking Raiders in NXT, the Minnesota Oakland Viking Raiders. Um, but I'm go yeah, I'm gonna go with the UE to stand tall, man. That they 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 maybe don't take it at War Games. But they they get that they get that good look on uh, on Survivor Series. I'm rolling, I'm rolling. Yeah, exactly. I like it. I'm rolling. Moving forward, man. A match I'm kind of I'm 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 looking forward to as well, man. Um, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler versus Bailey. I like the personalities here, man. Oh yeah. I really love it. Becky is Becky. Shayna has been unstoppable. Bailey has a chip on her shoulder. Um, these are combustible elements, as the late great Gamilla Gorilla Monsoon would say. Uh, talk me through it, man. Well, we had we had Becky on NXT this past week. Mm-hmm. They got their they her and Rhea Ripley fucked up uh, Goon Squad. Hmm. Baszler and shit. Um, right. Kind of surprised Bailey wasn't on there tonight. We did she was not on there last Bailey week. Was. She was on there last week, though, wasn't she? She was, yes. These triple threats are just so hard to call. Like, I mean, if it was, if it was, if NXT wasn't a part of this, it would be a whole lot easier to call. Just because there's so, there's so much more shit added to this since the other, other brand is in it now, you know. Um, I'm going to go with Becky Lynch going winning. Becky Lynch, okay. Good place, for, good town for her to take a win in. Young Becky. And Becky Balboa. She's going to pin Bailey. Mm. So, of the three women... And Bailey's going to turn heel after Bailey's already healed. Well, remember she slashed that on Bailey, Bubba. Yeah, well, could be cooler. <laughs> <laughs> it could be cooler. She cut her hair, man. She got a. She has a mixed son named Jaden now. Oh, she's got that. I want to speak to the manager. Haircut now. Oh yeah. Twin boys, Jaden and Jalen. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, of the three women, of the three choices, 
Becky Lynch is actually the one that I am 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 kicking out of boat instantly. Really? Yeah. I initially picked Bailey. That has to be like the seventh time I've said initially. But I went with Bailey first and foremost because I feel like Bailey is being portrayed as the third wheel. True. Um, Bailey is also the champion of SmackDown, and they've got a big buzz behind SmackDown and making that a thing. And then I kind of was looking at what I've already chosen, what we've both already chosen, as far as war games, as far as the Survivor Series triple threats, as far as how dominant Shayna Baszler has been. And part of me wants to pick Shayna Baszler. Because on top of her being so dominant, to take a loss on Saturday night, yeah, it'd be a good look. To take a loss on Saturday after being in war games and then winning on Sunday would, A, that would look fucking dope. Yeah. We also, I don't think we have any faith in NXT beating these teams in the elimination match. Jizz. Elimination match is. But then in hell, that could be, listen, <laughs> we could have went, we could go wrong there too. Oh yeah, uh, we don't even know who's on the teams, but we could go wrong there too. So I feel like it could, since NXT is the reason why there's any interest here, and they're so hell bent on acting like AEW isn't competition when it clearly is, that if they put over NXT super strongly, it might make people want to watch NXT more because I believe they've lost every week in the in the head to head ratings. Against you are AEW. correct, sir. Huh. Well, hell, bud. Well, hell, bud. And then whoever beats Shayna Baszler eventually, that's a hell of a rub to whoever beats Shayna Baszler if Shayna Baszler could stand tall at Survivor Series. Well, hell. Bud. Bud. Uh. I almost want to pull out the handy dandy coin flip app. Crazy. A little bit. I'm a little crazy. I'm a little crazy. Um. Fuck it, man. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll flip a coin. No. Uh, how you gonna flip a coin for three motherfuckers? Because Becky isn't a choice. But. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> I'm going. I'm gonna go with Shayna, man. All right. Part of me. Listen. My initial thought was like, yeah, Bailey. Bailey all the way. I don't know why I'm going with Shayna now. I don't know. Give NXT a look. Give him a look. I'll go with Shayna. And I got a feeling, too, the only people who would have a problem <laughs> with Raw and SmackDown losing NXT would be Vince. So that's oh, like yeah. the main barrier in this whole thing. But, like, man, like, well, I want to say, like, I want to say, come on, Vince. Like, let him, let him have their day. But, you know, he'd be like, fuck you. That's yeah. not good shit, pal. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, man. I oof. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm going to go with it. I'm, I'm going to go with Shayna. I'm not confident. Part of me still wants to say Bailey. Part of me definitely still wants to rock with Bailey. But, hell, we here, man. We here. We just had our first disagreement of the night. Big ring going with Becky Lynch. I'm going with Shayna Baszler. 
As we press forward, we've got the women's Survivor Series match. Team Raw, captained by Charlotte Flair. We've got Natalya, the Kabuki Warriors. And they dusted off Sarah Logan. Pulled her from the depths of main event. Well, you've seen where she's been. When we've seen her on NXT, we're like she's been out hunting. <laughs> she always looks yeah, like she's been out hunting. <laughs> she looked like she's sleep and just like tents made of wool. Tents made of wolves fur. Sheesh. It is uh, it is deer season. Yeah, man. Uh Team SmackDown, captained by Sasha Banks. We got Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross versus whoever the fuck on Team NXT. Um so let's break it down, man. Who who do you think is going to be on Team NXT? Just to have some fun with it. Who's on Team NXT? I think going to be Baszler. Right. Um, Rhea Ripley. Okay. Um, shit. Me, M. Hmm. Um, Bianca Belair. Okay. Dad, you you would have to think that like all five participants were probably in war games the night before, right? Yeah, I don't see Dakota Kai being part of Team NXT. No, or Tynara, or shit, Vanessa Bourne. She just got surgery on her nose. Um. So yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. So I I see what Rhea Ripley. Who else you say? Bianca Belair. Mia Yim. Mia Yim. I would say Io Shirai and Candice LeRae. Yeah, I was going to say Candice, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, Who else? So that who that who's that leave out from War Games? Baszler because she's busy. Kaylee Ray because that just... That's just a, that's a bad choice for the NXT match. Um, and then who's left from... Team Ripley. Who's on Team Ripley? So, so, so can oh, I left her... out. Did I left out Mia Yim. No, no, you put her in there. So what? All four, and then no, because I put in Bianca Belair too. So let me say it again. Um, Bianca Belair, Wait. Io Shirai, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, Rhea and Rhea Ripley. Oh, Tegan Knox. I left out Tegan Knox. Yeah, so yeah, no Tegan Knox. Oh, yeah. So 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 can motherfuckers like from NXT UK be in this shit too? Man, you know what? I don't know. We haven't I mean we saw the Walter presence. We did see Walter. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. We did see Walter. Um, he was the only, I believe he's the only member of NXT UK that made any kind of, that, that had any look. But um, was that only at whenever they were in England? It was, yeah. Okay. So that might... Might have been a one-shot deal. Yeah, I hope not. But... Yeah, that's a good point, man. That's a super good point. Like, they gotta, they gotta, I mean, I'm, I know I'm jumping ahead, but they gotta have him. <laughs> That would be a good look, man. That'd be a super good look to see Walter and Braun face off, Walter and Roman Reigns yeah. face off. 
Yeah. Walter and Drew McIntyre face off. Yeah, no doubt, man. Um, how do you see the women's match going? I'm going to go with SmackDown. Captain by Sasha like Banks. A, yeah, it just sounds like an all-around better team. Once I heard Sarah Logan, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Total feel you. biff. <laughs> I feel like they have a renewed interest in Dana Brooke, her being blonde and sexy. Um, yes. They always love Carmella. They always, they've been fucking with Nikki Cross. Lacey Evans is blonde and sexy. NXT just hasn't been announced yet. I know, dude. How do they do that to us? I don't know. Like, part of me would even want to go Team NXT again. But, like, listen, Team Raw has Charlotte Flair. That's part of me, me want to just be like, yo, Charlotte Flair's on team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that's a good point. Like, because like, like, it, it could be like another accolade for her. Like, I carried this whole team of Survivor Series. We still won, you know? Bruh. Bruh. And yeah, ugh, leaves a bad taste in my mouth even saying it. Bruh. Yeah, I'm saying. Um, who'd you go with? SmackDown. I hate to I hate to agree with you, but Sasha Banks did just get new music, man. And like, it's just an all around better team. Like, they're not a more to complete team. Somebody, but like, like whoever NXT puts together, together, whoever NXT put together might even have a better team on paper than SmackDown. Yeah. But SmackDown's a little better known. I. Mm. That's a good point. I think we'll go with Team SmackDown too. Um, like I said, Sasha Banks got new music, man. That that usually means a, a renewed push for somebody. I'm with it. You know, maybe that leads to a, another Sasha Bailey. Well, no, because they're both newly heels, so I don't know. That yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I'm always thinking like Sasha and Bailey are gonna feud soon. It never fucking happened. All they yeah yeah like they fought a little bit. Back uh, before they won the tag titles, but and that kind of broke my heart a little bit. But I think they just like forgot and was like, "Nah, we can't do it." Are you surprised? Because I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not surprised at all. Um, so we're going with Team SmackDown. We have disagreed on one match so far, and honestly, well, we we got four matches left. I think we're gonna we we see it the same way on at least like. On at least two of them. Yes. So uh, let me uh, jot down what we've chosen here. Moving are forward, picking, uh, are you picking what brands we um, have winning it to? Like, I mean, for each match, you know what I mean. So we get a tally because that's what I was wondering. Like, so there's eight matches. Yeah. How many of those matches are Survivor Series style matches, you know what I mean? Like there's two, play. there's two elimination matches, and then the three triple threat matches. So five. Okay, so then there's okay. I was just making sure that there wasn't like they weren't gonna have it be an even number. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Um, moving forward, man. This one, they give us some time. This could be fire. This could be fire. We have the men's elimination match, Team Raw. Headed up by Seth Rollins. Got Kevin Owens, Randall Keith, Drew McIntyre, and Ricochet. Taking on Team SmackDown. Captained by Roman Reigns. We got King Corbin, Mustafa Ali, Chad Gable, and Braun Strowman. 
And then we've got Team NXT and whoever's on Team NXT. So I've got to ask you this, player. Who's on Team NXT? All right. I'm going to go with Little Champa. Mm. Dream. Ooh. Keith Lee. Okay. Um, Walter. Well, no. I thought they can't have like two big ass dudes on the team. I don't know. Shit. But no, fuck it. I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with Trampa, Dream, Keith Lee, um, Walter. I'm gonna say fuck it, dog, and go Triple H. You think they'll do that? He doesn't want it. <laughs> yeah. He said it. This is true. Um. And I hope he does. I, I hope he, yeah. I hope he wins that fight. I know me too. I really hope yeah, he wins I, that fight. I was I was reading like I do read some of the comments on some of the stuff like that and just like just like hopes. Like they were they were talking this is kinda of off subject, but they were talking about like his retirement match. Yeah. If it ever does happen. They should have it on NXT. <laughs> that would be kinda of decent. Yeah, bro. Kind of decent. That would be yeah, that would be kinda of decent. Or the takeover. <laughs> I, I figured it'd be at a WrestleMania, maybe let an old NXT talent beat him, maybe. But that would be kind of a cool idea. <laughs> that would be a cool idea. Um, who am I picking for Team NXT? I'm picking Ciampa, Keith Lee. See, I feel like they see something in Dream to where they don't want to overexpose him, and that they wouldn't want him to take a loss on Survivor Series, even though he would be. Ah, that would be perfect. That would be perfect. They've got a lot more choices as far as a men's NXT team. Um, Ciampa, I could see Matt Riddle, um, Keith Lee. <sighs> Part of me really wants to put Finn Balor on that team. I, that would actually be perfect. Like since he just went back to since NXT, since he just went to NXT, that would be that would be perfect. Um. And there's a fourth member. Let's see. Who's Walter. In, I don't. I don't. For some reason, I don't see Walter. I'd like Chicago to see Walter, but I don't see up, Walter. Bro. Say what? Chicago would eat that shit up. Yeah. Um. Who did I say? I said uh, Keith Lee, Champa, Riddle. I'm gonna Sad. go with. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Balor and Dijakovic. Cause they ain't got too many options left. They got a couple more options than than the women do. But Gargano is out. Adam Cole's busy. For some reason, I just don't see Walter in it. Um, that's a stacked NXT team, by the way. Yeah. Holy shit! Like I feel like any any team they're gonna have is gonna be stacked. Like they're that's gonna... a stacked team. Wow. Cause I was all set to pick Team Raw. I was too. Well, no, 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 no. Actually, I was going to pick. I, I'm, I'm picking Team SmackDown. Going with Team SmackDown. Yeah, that is Roman Reigns. That is Braun Strowman. You got Chad Gable, Ali, King Corbin. Who, who? He's been showing up. Oh yeah, big King time. Corbin's been showing up. Um, King of the Ring tournament up to now. King Corbin's been showing up. Um. We might have to start giving him his flowers, man. 
That is real. I, I, no, I, I, I feel like I've been giving him his flowers ever, ever since the uh, King of the Ring because yeah, he, he's been doing it. I wish they'd bring that back as a legit pay-per-view. I hate that they had to spread it out over like three weeks. King of the Ring. Yeah, it just takes away from like the blood sport aspect of it, like how it should be. I feel you. You're fighting more than once a night for that shit. And one of the reasons why they stopped doing it is because fans don't know what they're buying. Like true, you, you you sell the tournament, but you're not selling specific matches. So you you can you can sell like potential matchups, but you don't know exactly what you're getting. Maybe that would work better with the NXT style pay per view, like an NXT takeover type deal. That'd be hard. Or at, least doing, or at least doing like the final four. I mean, that's three matches, and then just build, yeah. f- fill it up with a couple others. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. Um, I'm sitting here, man, and I'm and I'm looking at what we chose. We both chose Team SmackDown for the women's match. Um, you know what? Let's address this first because we got a question from uh, Ty Twin ninety one on Twitter. Um, does Seth Rollins turn on Team Raw and join NXT? He was catching some hate on uh, on uh, NXT. He damn sure was. It's got to be eating at him. Personally, as a person, yeah. And I don't know, man. That's it's that's a really tough question. And we we've talked about it before. How it like was his fault, but not his fault. It's not his fault anymore. No. Now it's just fans being fans, which sucks because he's going to get booed out of Chicago. Oh, yeah. And what's fucked up is he's a Bears fan. <laughs> <laughs> Loves the Bears. He's from, no, he's from Iowa. Yeah, but he's got a, I think he's got a, is his school in Iowa too? Or is his school in like the suburbs of Chicago? Uh, I'm not sure. Either way, it's in the area, right? Yeah. Right there, Chicago's about to boo him out of the city. That's sad. <laughs> That's super sad. Um, is he gonna turn on Raw and join Team NXT? Oh, fuck it, dog. I hope he does. <laughs> <laughs> Even hope- though I picked SmackDown. <laughs> right, 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 right. But will he? That'd be tight. Would he? Ah, uh, for the way it's been going for him lately, I'm gonna say yeah. Really? I mean, perfect, perfect time to do it. We're build like we're we are getting close to the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We're getting very fucking close. Now, when I say turns on Raw and goes down, does he go to NXT to be on that brand, or does he just turn on Raw for the night and help NXT prosper? Option two. Got you. Got you. Okay, becomes that becomes that villain, which he'd probably get cheered for because <laughs> fans. Oh yeah, especially um, in Chicago. That's a great question. Does he turn on Raw and become public enemy number one? I feel like it's a great look. Yeah, because I mean, he's already they already hate him. Might as well. I might as well do some shit to make you. Might as well do some bad shit to make y'all like me. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gonna hold off. Okay. I think he's gonna hold off and still try to be the valiant, lovable baby face. I think we'll we'll see the turn. Cause 
of what he was talking about before, after he lost the title, of everything that he fought for, it's just back to what it was. Brock Lesnar's turns the champion. next night in yeah. Raw. Um, right. Oh, you, told, you said turns the next night in Chicago? Yeah. And I still don't think it's coming this soon. I think we're going to, I think we wait it out. I think it'll, I think it'll come later on. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to play the val- the valiant baby face. Oh, man. I'm looking at this card, man, and I picked Baszler, I picked the UE, I picked Roderick Strong, I picked SmackDown, but I'm not confident about it. Like, at the beginning of this, I said that the only NXT entity that could win is the Undisputed Era. Now I'm so tempted to say that NXT wins every match. Look at you now. See, and that's what I was kind of, like, that's, like, I was going for that. Yeah. That was my, that was my original thought. Especially hard as fuck. (laughs) Especially when we're looking at last year when Raw won every single match. Bro, SmackDown. Like, the same time, though, you were saying, like, I mean, SmackDown just got on Fox. Yeah, I know, right? I feel like the fanfare for that isn't quite what it was before. No, I, I 100% agree with you on that. You know? And I feel like, too, like, you remember when Raw beat SmackDown, and then on the next SmackDown, like, they didn't even give a fuck? Yeah, no, they didn't give a shit at all. I, I could totally see NXT winning every match, and, like, them not giving a fuck on Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Because they've done it before. Man. You know what, man? Fuck it. Big dog, big nuts. I'm ranked number 12 out of 173 in the country. Damn, son. I'm changing my pick for the team for the women's match. I'm going with Team oh. NXT for oh. every single match, dog. Oh. I'm doing it, dog. All right, man. I'm doing it. Team NXT. I don't even know who's on Team NXT, but I'm going <laughs> with it. <laughs> but I'm going with it. The balls on this fucking guy. They big nuts. <laughs> they coming from war games. Nigga, we just went to war last night. <laughs> this we'll ain't back. shit. So you pick Team SmackDown. I can, I can fuck with that. Yeah, I'm going with it, man. I'm rolling. So you pick Team SmackDown. Correct. And I'm going with Team NXT. This is fun, man. In a span oh, no. of an hour, in a span of forty-five minutes, <laughs> I went from the whole fucking game. I changed the whole game. Come Sunday, I, you, I'm about to blow it all. But hey, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with it, man. Team NXT. We got three matches left. First off, we've got for the NXT Championship, Adam Cole. Versus question mark question mark question mark. We both chose Pete Dunn. I think a little bit ago we both actually said Adam Cole is gonna win. Um, yeah, we sticking with that. Yeah, rolling with Adam Cole taking it. I don't. Whenever Adam Cole loses his title, that's something that they're gonna build to. So this will just be a showcase for the NXT brand, a showcase for Adam Cole, and a reason for for the UE to do that cool UE pose with their cool last theme song. So we got Adam Cole knocking that out, man. Uh, moving forward, this one's a little interesting, like a little bit. 
especially with the new stipulation that kind of makes it interesting-er. So we've got for the WWE Championship in a no-disqualification match, Brock Lesnar taking on Raymond Mysterio. Mysterious Raymond. I've got an idea for this one. Go ahead. It's going to sound crazy. Probably you not. It's craziness. Hit me. Rey Mysterio's son is going to fucking turn on Rey Mysterio. Mmm. Dad, Dad, you keep on letting me get beat up by this fucking big guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It is no DQ. That's real. Part of me thought maybe we see Kane Velasquez again. Nah. He's about to be doing some triple A shit. But you know, the fact that you said, yo, I mean hell. The no DQ step, of course, lets Ray get in there and, and use weapons. Um Yeah. Well, I don't know he- if that I don't know if that benefits him. At all, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> Brock Lesnar is a fucking weapon by himself. Yeah. So, yeah, that's real. <laughs> that's that's definitely real. Um, yeah, Ray can use weapons, but so can Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, if I was mad, I'm like, no, nah, you cut that. Like, right. We're not doing that. That is funny. You all really want him to kill me? Cause... <laughs> right. You know, I'm looking. I'm looking more forward to this match. Um, just kind of think about it. I was looking more forward to it than than when it was originally announced because Brock Lesnar, like aside from his great string of Survivor Series matches, Brock Lesnar has great matches with smaller guys. He does. I Some mean, like my, the, the previous Survivor yeah. Series with him and Daniel Bryan was fucking fantastic. Listen, Daniel Bryan last year. Finn Balor at the Royal Rumble. AJ Styles at the year before this. We go back to the CM Punk match. Like, Brock versus a smaller guy is always a fun story. Yeah. Always a fun story. Now you've got, he tore it down with Seth Rollins. I I feel like people think, oh, AJ don't squash him. Right. And that's not normally what happens. Well, I mean, he had that match with Kofi. Fuck, dude, that shit sucked. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 We haven't seen Brock since Blood Money. Um, he murdered that announcer on Raw. Oh, yeah, Dio. Dio Madden, yeah, he ain't been back yet. That's where they kill him off. Um, They relegated Samoa Joe to the announce booth. Announce hey, that was... Some of the best announcements I've heard in a while. You have to let me. That's what I keep saying. You have to let me know. I still haven't actually watched the main product since Hell in a Cell. I watched. Um, I watched bits and pieces of this past week just because it was the, the go, go home, home show. show. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna, you know, I'm uh, I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna try to check it out some more, man. But Helen Helen Cell left such a bad taste in my mouth that it's like, listen, I don't really, I no, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch bits and pieces of Monday, I would and I'm going to watch bits and pieces of Friday, just because it's in Chicago. Yeah, I hear you. I would say I'm probably going to start watching more uh, toward the Royal Rumble. 
Yeah. I already have my Royal Rumble pick. I think you do too, but we'll wait. We'll we'll wait until uh until January <laughs> to to address yeah. that. Um but the stage is set to where Ray could pull off the pull it off, man. He's pissed off. He's got weapons, he's got signature weapons. Um, but I think this is another case where, you know, the little guy comes close. You got the most legendary little guy ever. Um, comes close, but I think Brock retains, man. I'm 100% with you. Going with Brock. I'm looking forward to a good one, man. I think it could be a... I think I could tell a fun story. This is going to be the first match of the night, knowing Brock likes to fucking get out of town early. <laughs> they are close to Minnesota, so he could, dri- he could drive his ass home. True, yeah. true. That's funny. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, well, you know what? Because, well, they probably have to find a way to separate it from our last match. But, hell, who knows? Who knows? Uh, it'll be interesting to see how, how, this, how this is laid out. Our final match, man, of, of our prediction show for the Universal Championship, we've got The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, taking on Daniel Bryan. Talk to me, Doug. I just feel like this is like this has been, it's been a, a super short build. The fiend is on fucking fire. Yeah, burn his house down. Burn his playhouse down. <laughs> Builds a new one. He's, yeah, he's yeah. He, keep on burning him down. He's gonna build another one. Yeah, and I mean, it's why would he lose? Is the real question, right? You know, and I don't know if anybody's got an answer besides he won't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was surprised when he won it. Um, I laughed when I found out that he won it. Um, he changed the belt blue, which is, you know, interesting. You got a um, lot of hate on that. Yeah. Well, listen, they're, they're going to get hate for everything, whether it's oh, yeah. a decent no, idea or not. We have some of the worst fans. I feel like we've... I feel like the things that we've hated on, like, we've been... Our minor little shits that well, shouldn't even matter. <laughs> well, the stuff that we've hated on is, like, we're not irrational. Oh, you're talking about us. And us, you're specifically. About us yeah, like, we're not irrational, and we've justified the hate and have been able to explain it. Um, Them changing the color of the belt. I know I've had a few times where I've had irrational hate towards Roman Reigns or John Cena, you know. But you're a better but, man for knowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a better I man just for do knowing. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. But, like, it's the blue brand. It makes sense for them to change the belt blue. Yeah. The belt was ugly in the first place. So, whatever. What what were they going to do? But, yeah, so it makes sense. Um, you said the black one's better? Yeah. The show yeah. was hard. Yeah, absolutely. Um... You know, I saw initially that Daniel Bryan was supposed to take Shinsuke Nakamura's place as Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've said on record here that Daniel Bryan would be the perfect Intercontinental Champion. Oh, yeah. And I kind of like, you know, what they're doing Daniel Bryan as far as him finding his identity. He never made, he never made that announcement. Don't think I forgot, guys. He never made that announcement. I did. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, so... Um, he never will because we're supposed to have forgotten that. But um, I like what they're doing as far as him trying to find his identity, who he is now. 
I like that him and the Miz still don't like each other, even though they're both baby faces. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I like I like that that they can be baby faces and still not like each other, though. I like it. No, that's what I'm saying. I like it. Like we, I, I feel like we should have. Like there should be more matches like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Let them hate Personal each other fears. forever. Let them hate each other exactly. forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with that. Um. But, you know, you're right. This is The Fiend's first real title defense, his first real feud since winning the title. Daniel Bryan's got so much stuff going on in his head. I think he's still got a date with Shinsuke Nakamura as far as the Intercontinental title goes. I don't see The Fiend losing the title until at least WrestleMania. At least. Not even saying that he does, but at least WrestleMania. A huge intro at WrestleMania. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. I got another question for you. What's that? When they wrestle, are they going to turn the lights blue? They fucking better not, dude. I'm so tired <laughs> of that shit. They're going to have some lights, man. They're going to turn them red. They're going to turn them blue. What are they going to do? Turn them off. <laughs> turn them off. Stop. That's hilarious. I, I, I don't know. I don't know I mean from... Shit, I've read. Everybody hates them fucking lights. Let's just have a regular fucking just use the regular goddamn lights. <laughs> and I'm sure it's hard to see. I'm sure it's really hard to see as a fan. Oh yeah. Um, I like the angles they shoot. Like the 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 camera angles were really cool to see during Hell in a Cell. Like they shot it like a horror movie. Um, now part of it kind of made the the shots look a little like the the physical strikes look a little weird, a little off. But I like the idea behind shooting his shit like a horror movie. We'll see about these lights, though, come Sunday. But it uh, looks like we're, we're both going with The Fiend to retain. Uh, with my proclamation that NXT is taking everything, uh, we chose differently on three matches of the 12. Bet. So, we'll see how this changes everything. I'm feeling a lot more... Uh, oh, I need. Hey, one piece at a time. A piece at oh, a time, player. Um... I got to say, man, you know, I was already kind of excited. Like I said, Survivor Series is, is the best show of the year, uh, or rather one of the more consistently good shows of the year. But I, I think we've, I think I've talked myself into a little more excitement seeing how this goes. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling the same. Yeah. I feel like when we talked about Hell in a Cell, it was kind of like, yeah. And Crown Jewel. Yeah, that was way more like, fuck and, this shit. Yeah, 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 we knew going into it, like, <laughs> eh, fuck all this, so. But no, I'm feeling a lot better about it, man. Um, so yeah. And I actually, I actually didn't make a single pick until tonight. As we talked <laughs> so, it through. Yeah. Like those are the ones I was already for certain about, like the title matches for the most part. Um, most of the matches on War Games, yeah. But no, honestly, for the most part, well, hell, <laughs> y'all heard over the last two hours. <laughs> I yeah. went from saying NXT ain't, ain't taking nothing to giving them the whole night. So yeah, facts, factoids. I'm with it. So, but yeah, man, another one in the books. War Games this Saturday, Survivor Series this Sunday. Looking forward to that. Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, dog. You got it, amigo. All right, you guys can find me on Snapchat, MoffDub316, M A A F F H H D U P 316. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at AMOFUCKA. A underscore M A A F H U C K A. Dig it. 
Love it, man. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the hard camera on Twitter and the Instagrams at the hard camera. Help us build that following, man. Tell everybody you know we have infiltrated Spotify. That's where you can hear us from now on. Help us pay our bills, please. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve. We got another one in the books, man. It was, this was a good podcast. Happy um, anniversary, buddy. Happy anniversary, bro. <laughs> and uh, thank y'all for, for sticking with us for these two years, man. Much more to come. Tell everybody you know. Tell everybody you love. It's the hard camera, man. We got something for everybody. I am your guy, Juve. This is my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary. And together we are the Colossal Connection. Until next time, uh, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.